Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh. This is episode number 43. This week on the episode, I've got a returning guest, and that is Roberts. You guys might remember him from episode number 31, where we talked about his new kind of solo project under the name Roberts, um, his at that time, uh, new EP, it was his debut EP, called Fine, Um, and basically we wanted to talk again, um, because some stuff's been going on. Uh, He's got a new EP coming out called Split, and that'll be dropping in just a couple weeks here. Um, He recently moved, we talked about mental health and self-care with this episode going live here in September, which is Suicide Prevention Month. Um, You know, we thought it'd be important to have that conversation and discuss mental health and self-care specifically um, in a little more detail than than maybe we had before. Um, But yeah, it was a great time talking to him. As always, I really appreciate him taking the time to have this conversation with us. Um, and for now, let's just jump right in to the conversation that I had with Roberts. Um, so to kick things off, uh, I don't know that we need to do the introduction that we did last time. You know, it's only been a couple months since we talked. Um, so hopefully people listened to that last interview, but, uh, I'm here with Roberts and, um, you've got a new, new EP and new project that you're, uh, pretty stoked on so let's talk about that man yeah man uh what's up so uh put my first ep out back in may right and um the ep i put out back then was just kind of a bare bones uh acoustic singer songwriter ep right yep um which was awesome and the reception on it was crazy you know for just starting out like i can't believe how receptive people have been uh it's kind of going to warp speed for me um, but I listened back on it and it, there was just something missing. So I hurried up and got back in the studio. So I, you always, I mean, most people that are songwriters and musicians know that you always have a cache of songs somewhere, right? Right. Um, so I took, I only took two of them. Uh, it's a short EP that's coming out. It's just two songs. It's called Split. Um, and I guess the meaning behind Split is... I got one song uh, that's really cheery and almost just a pop tune, mm-hmm. um, which I'm super excited about. Uh, and then I got one that focuses on, you know, just the struggles of day-to-day living. And um, I'm glad to kind of get out of, like, the whole heartbreak genre that I went into <laughs> right. with my first EP, but uh, kind of move forward from it with writing. And, um, yeah, it's just two completely different moods, but I up the production value a shitload it's not just guitar and singing anymore there's full instrumentation um i did try to stay true to like the brand that i introduced myself in though it's still um it's still based around acoustic guitar but it's just it's bigger than that now Uh, it's tough to explain i'm i'm really excited to put it out and see the kind of reception i get on it because i don't you don't really hear much music like this that i'll be putting on right Yeah, um, so we've got a a release date of September the 18th, um, 
so just a, a couple weeks from when this will be going live and everything, um, you know, I, I got to hear kind of the, the rough draft versions, if you will, the, you know, a little bit um, not quite finalized on production. And I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it, man. Um, you know, I, I definitely agree. I think it's, it's a step away from being the just break up emo side of stuff um, into kind of more, like you said, like the day-to-day living and just kind of, I, I think it shows, especially if people listen to um, the first EP and then go into the second EP here, I, I think it's going to show that growth, you know, where, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've got a little more closure on that whole situation and everything now, and it's about progressing forward. Yeah, um, and it's just, it's more about things to look forward to, and uh, I guess this one is, the last one was, wasn't about me in the least bit, you know, it was about a situation and another person, and then this uh, this title I'm putting out, I really kind of focused on myself, uh, and introducing myself, I guess, more to people that listen to my music. Yeah. So I'm super pumped about it, uh, and I've sent it to a few people, you know, uh, just to get some, like, early criticism for it and so far it's been you know nothing but wow holy shit uh you kind of you're growing up quick there bud yeah and i i would agree with that and i i think you know for long time listeners i guess is what we'll call them um i know you've not been been around as the solo project that long but you know what i mean like for for people that have been with you since kind of the jump here um, or that found out about you through our last conversation on the podcast, I think this is going to be, um, like I said, kind of that, that growth of um, coming out of a, a situation, even though that one wasn't you know, all directly about you on the previous EP and everything. Um, I think it still flows well with knowing that kind of uh, book of work, if you will, that you have. And then moving into this. Yeah, say it's, um, like I said, I'm just, I'm excited to put it out. I, at this point, I hate myself for making the release date so far away. Um, <laughs> I've, been, I've been sitting on this project since June. Wow, yeah. And just, you know, listening to it here and there, because, um, I mean, you get so many different drafts back, and there's, at this point, there's so many different versions of these two songs I'm putting out, and the ones that we landed on, uh, big credit to my engineer, Matt Qualls in Memphis, he just uh, really boosted this EP up um, and saw the same vision that I had with it and really got the music to where we wanted it to go. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, I feel like I'm kind of settling into a genre at this point. I don't know what the fuck the genre is, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm kind of settling into my path as a musician. Yeah. And it's exciting. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's something that uh, I've told a few people, you know, I'm, I've been in the, the music journalism side of it, the, doing concert photography, all that, for 15, 16 years now, whatever it's been. And, uh, you know, I really got kind of got tired of putting people in the genre boxes anyway. You know, I think now it's all so fluid, like you said, like, it's hard for even an artist to be like, this is exactly what I am, period. You know, unless you're like a classic pop punk type of band or a top 40s hits or, you know, something like that, sure. But most bands, there's so much inspiration from all these different genres or, or artists that 
you can't just say, well, I'm a pop punk act. Okay. Are you though? You know, like what about yeah. this? So, you know, I think, I think that's true for you as well, where like, well, I'm a singer songwriter. Okay. In, in a baseline version. Absolutely. You know, and, and whatnot, but you're, I think you're so much more than what people associate a singer songwriter with as far as like just sitting down with an acoustic guitar and, you know, belting it all out on just that. Um, I think you've got a lot more depth that people maybe haven't seen quite yet, but there, there's uh, quite the surprise coming for them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, everything I've heard back from people so far has been super positive. Um, there's a lot more. Well, I mean, I guess the first one, there was pretty much no press, right? I kind of right. put it out and then saw what happened. Um, with this one, like, there's actually press running for it, um, doing merch packages. And also, if anyone listening wants some free merch, uh, hit, go to my Instagram, uh, roberts.is.ok. And there are directions to enter a raffle for a bunch of split merch. Uh, Want to give it away? Um, yeah, I'm just excited to see people in it. So I want to I want to give some of it away. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, as always, we'll we'll link all that stuff for you as well. But you know, I think one of the cool things that that you're doing is that merch giveaway, and just you know, you're super interactive on Instagram. Um, we kind of talked about that in the last episode, um, you know, however many months ago that's been now. And, uh, you know, I think, I think it's refreshing, you know, obviously as, as artists get bigger, it becomes harder for some of that, but like, I think it's, it's cool that you understand that there's a focus that has to be done on that fan base and you genuinely like interacting with people, right? I mean, that's, that's an enjoyable thing for you to do is, mess around on Instagram and comment back and send messages and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's probably my favorite part about the whole thing. Like, so I was sitting there writing music just in my room, uh, and doing nothing with it. And then I figured, you know, there's this whole, this whole world of people out here. Um, and there's a small percentage that would maybe like this type of music. So instead of just hoarding it and not doing anything with it, I'll put it out there and, meet some interesting people along the way which so far i've met so many amazing just awesome people like I, i've met through it um the uh girl that does my graphic designing uh that happened through music um i'll plug her out real quick yeah. uh, her name's ray kaferi uh probably butchered the shit out of her last name but uh <laughs> she's out in utah uh, i've met photographers uh and i'm I don't know if a lot of people know this. Uh, if people like keep up on my Instagram, you know, I just moved from Memphis to Houston in the middle of pandemic, and I didn't expect a response of me being like, "Hey, I'm in Houston now." People be like, "Oh shit! Well, you got you got a crew here." Like, right? It's just, and it all happened just from it people talking. In. Yeah, yeah, for there's, sure. There's zero reason to not respond. I mean, I might not always have the time. Well, get back to you eventually, you know. Right. Like, like it's just it's crazy to think that there are some artists. Now, granted you you have your huge artists where it's just impossible, but um if if you're a small artist and you're listening and you don't talk to people that want to talk to you, like just get fucked, dude. You're an idiot. Right. Yeah, and you know, I've had that conversation with a few um 
DIY bands, if you want to, you know, still call them that, you know, people on indie labels, things like that, that, um, you know, it's, it's funny when you look at a, a local scene and then you're like, okay, so band, you know, whatever is the, the headliner for this little local show, but man, they're a bunch of dicks. You know what I mean? Like, they're not in. Yeah. They're not involved in their crowd on on Instagram or social media in general. Like, but these people are coming out, spending money to see you, or you know, streaming your music, buying your merch, that sort of stuff. Like, you can't even just have the decency to be like, "Hey, I appreciate you." You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't take a whole lot. Yeah, it's it's so easy just to like. I mean, I'm a I'm a people person by trade, anyways. So it's like, I. I genuinely enjoy it, and I don't. I'm not trying to push things on these people. You know, if you want to listen to my music or buy my merch, cool. Um, I got it because some people said it would be cool if I had it. Right. Um, but the goal with making music for me is never. It's never been a money thing. Um, I just. I genuinely enjoy it, and I enjoy the people in this particular scene of music. Yeah. Uh, I think they're very interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting group here. It's a very forward-thinking and um really dynamic group of people like you have there's fucking doctors and lawyers to listen to this type of music yeah. that want to interact with artists and there's you know you have all the way from that to the kid just now starting college just like oh shit i heard i heard a knuckle puck song one time what else is out there right and i, I don't know i just think the dynamic in this in this scene is amazing yeah for sure and not to take away from from your music or plug somebody else right now, but have you listened to the new Knuckle Puck stuff yet? Absolutely. It's super solid. <laughs> it's so good. Um, um, yeah. But no, that, and that's, you know, I think that's the cool thing too with kind of this genre of music is that's really all it takes is, you know, when you hear that song from whoever, Knuckle Puck, State Champs, you know, whoever the, the artist is, and then you, like on Spotify, find the, this artist sounds like, or, you know, people also listen to, whatever. Like, I think the fan base that's around pop punk, emo, um, the more DIY style bands, they're out and they're hungry for new artists and maybe artists that aren't discovered yet. Um, partly because they want to be the kids that say, well, I knew... I knew Roberts before he blew up, you know, or whatever, um, you know, but the other part is because this genre of music is so relatable to, like you were saying, just such a broad spectrum of people, like everybody's dealt with shitty breakups or, you know, realigning their vision for what they want in the future and changing degree paths in college or whatever. And it's like, that hooks so much more genuine people versus not to throw any of the top 40 artists under the bus but you know some of the shit that gets played on the radio or just you know mainstream there's no real substance to it no i mean it sounds great like i'm i'm big into bieber and ariana grande like, right. they fucking kick ass but what the fuck is rain on me man right yeah what are we, what are we talking about here ari yeah, well, um, I, I've not listened to it yet, but um, Selena Gomez just dropped a new song called, like, Ice Cream or something like that. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? I mean, it's probably so good, but, like... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I don't know. I'm not... That's not my anthem. Right. You know? Right, for sure. It's, uh, 
and yeah, I, so even having said that word, I think I think that this genre is almost like anthem music. I mean, fuck it started with what Good Charlotte saying like mm-hmm. this right here, this is your anthem, and kids bought into it and believed it, and I think that's still kind of the mindset with it. Yeah, and I, I think it goes back to, you know, you and I have talked about mental health before. Um, I think it it gets them back into that I'm not alone type of, of feeling, you know, where going through a shitty situation or whatever it may have been, like, cool, well, I'm not alone because they're singing about it, so they've obviously been through it. Or even just being the, the outcast, you know, maybe at a at one of the public schools or whatever, you were the skater kid and there were only five of you guys versus 200 in, in the class. Like, cool, but look at all these other skater kids, you know? Um, it, I really think it's it's all about the community and the scene uh, as a whole with this genre of music versus, again, not knocking, you know, Bieber, Grande, anybody like that, but not everybody relates to that stuff. It may be a, a solid song, great production, fun to sing, but have I ever experienced it? Probably not. Yeah, and like you you saying like the community aspect of it, um, I, I feel so bad for a lot of kids right now because shows are shut down. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that my formative years, I mean, shit, that's where I was every weekend. If I wasn't playing one, I was just going to one because that's like, I don't know, that's where you meet these amazing people and um i don't know it's it's super unfortunate that shows are shut down right now like i want to fucking play a show i don't get to play a show yet as roberts um right and i want to play a show i want to i want to meet these people that are out here like being so chill with me on internet or on instagram yeah but uh i i know some people are doing it but i i refuse unless i don't want anyone getting sick just because they want to come watch me fucking whine on a microphone right Right. Um, it's just uh, put all your beliefs aside. You know, it it is a it is a thing. Yeah. And if you're around people and it, it's it's I'm gonna take the chances down any way I can. I think that's my social like my civic duty at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think it's one of those things. You know, it is super unfortunate, and believe me, I miss miss shows too because I do interviews photography the whole nine yards and i haven't shot a show since february before all this happened you know like so for me it it's taken away a lot of that that too and not to mention i just i love getting out in the scene and meeting new people and um you know seeing the bands that i love and whatnot but here in indiana um in indianapolis they there's two venues I can think of off the top of my head that aren't, you know, your major amphitheaters. We had uh, one of them doing, like, the kind of the drive-in series, which, eh, you know what I mean? Like, if I wanted to watch a concert from my car, I'll just put my phone in my car. But yeah. <laughs> um, there's two venues that that have taken, like, parking lot space of theirs and they're making it on the weekends um these little like outdoor annex venues and it's all like socially distanced if you one of the venues has tables and and stuff like that set up and like in order to sit at a table you have to be there with those people you know you're not intermingling too much or anything um they've got 
super strict standards on sanitation and uh, they're, for lack of a better term, policing people wearing masks and stuff, you know, like, they're, I think they're doing it right now. That being said, it's not the biggest bands that are playing these places, but for us in this type of scene, that's perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, we'd love to see Knuckle Puck or State Champs or whoever, but I'll take my local guys too as long as it's safe. Yeah, and I, I think it's amazing that venues are getting creative like that. Um, and, I've you know, I've been keeping up, seeing all the drive-in, like, tours and shit yeah. like that. Like, I think the Front Bottoms is doing right now. Yeah. And that, that's super cool. Um, and, yeah, I mean, at that point, sure, go ahead, go to the show, get out of your house. Just as long as, as, long as you remain safe, because it's just, I don't, I don't know, I'm sick of it at this point. I'm, like so incredibly frustrated yeah and yeah. uh the sooner we all get it together the sooner shit goes away you know like i know we're all waiting for a vaccine or whatever um but you know, a lot of science goes into that <laughs> right i i don't know how to do it so the only thing i know how to do is stay the fuck inside and wear a mask yeah and you know that's that's my big thing too like I've said it a few times on the, the podcast, not to get super political about it or anything. Like, I believe that it's real. Obviously, it's a real thing. There's facts and, and science behind it. I believe it's a serious thing. But I, I think maybe this is where you're at, too. I'm frustrated because it seems like every time we're, okay, we're going to take a couple steps forward, it get starts getting out of control again or whatever and they're like all right we're gonna back off that we can't do we're not gonna open bars and, and venues now we're gonna back that back off or you know whatever and it's like okay but there's so many people that are breaking the rules if you will simply because they need to get out of the house you know it sitting in the house isn't great for a lot of people <laughs> yeah say What's well, the whole like you give them an inch, they take a mile type thing, yeah. right? Like it's like okay, restaurants are open, and that you can do that safely. You know, you can go out, grab a bite to eat. They're doing every other table and shit like that. They got yeah. plexiglass up, but it's the people that see a restaurant's open and they're like, oh, well, let me open up like for example, my let me open up this pool bar here, mm-hmm. and then you got two hundred people in a fucking swimming pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, you can't wear a mask in a pool, you know, and then... Not unless you want waterboarded. <laughs> yeah, which I've heard is not super chill. No. Like, I don't know. I just found out not too long ago, just a little off topic, I found out you can die from getting waterboarded. Uh, I, asked, uh, I asked my dad if he would do it, because I, I heard it was terrible. I was like, would you waterboard me just for like a, a little bit? Right. And I guess you can actually die from that, so we had to back down from that. Yeah, um, I know... Like, uh, Navy SEALs do, like, a, a waterboarding type of training thing um, to basically simulate drowning and whatnot. So, yeah, it's a super serious thing. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't know. I was into it for a couple seconds. Right. But I, but I <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally get that. Yeah, it's just people that take these uh, last restrictions and they push it to the absolute limits. And, like, if you're... If you're one of them, just just chill, man. Everyone's frustrated. Yeah. Play on the same team, you know. Everyone's everyone's in this together. Suck unless you're like in New Zealand or whatever. But yeah, and no one's having a good time. No, and, and that's the thing is, you know, like there are so many countries that are 
doing better than us with the quarantine, but it's because in a lot of those countries, they played by the rules. You know what I mean? Like, hey, for three weeks or a month or whatever it is, we're 100% locked down. This is how we're doing it. And everybody did it. They bitched, yeah. they moaned, but they did it. Here, every state did it a little different. They had a different timeline. You know what I mean? There was so much variance to it that I think that played a major factor in it too, where none of us were on the same page. So it's drug out a hell of a lot longer than it should have. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. But at, at this point, you know, nothing you can do other than just chill you know right. live, live your life the safest you can uh don't get it nobody wants you dead right um <laughs> like i don't know give it another six months or so we'll, we'll get through it hopefully not that long because i'm really itching for a concert man <laughs> yeah man me too me too so um let's talk a little bit about you know we've touched on it briefly here um and you and i talked about it a little earlier um one of the big focuses that, that we're going to do here for the month of September being uh, National Suicide Prevention Month is talking about mental health and self-care specifically. Um, so for you, kind of what does the, the self-care routine look like? You know, what's, what's your releases being cooped up in the house? I mean, obviously you've still got your job and, and stuff like that that you go to, but you know, going through, especially in this quarantine stage where we're not allowed to do the things we normally do, what's been kind of the release for you? Um, for me personally, I mean, so I'm stuck in the house, right? So it's, I, my big thing that keeps me sane is I, I have to eat right. Um, and I, I kind of split off the rails a couple of times, you know, just because Uber Eats will drop it at your door now, you don't right. have to talk to people. So it's, that was super sick. And I, I got off the rails a little bit, but just eating right, um, keeping my space really tidy. Like clutter, I don't, it's like, I don't know, for me at least, if I see some clutter around, I'm not OCD by any means, but it just makes me feel um, uncomfortable. And uh, it adds to the effect of being cooped up in the house. Right. Um, so I try to keep everything super, super neat. Um I'm trying to get as much sunlight as I can here recently, mm-hmm. whether it's like just going outside mowing the yard or like just just doing anything or anything like that because I don't want to crowd up the sidewalks. I have no reason to walk and I have a dog. So right. I'll just I'll just hang out in the backyard, grab some sunlight um, and really just, you know, uh, doing that and being uh, actively interactive. I, like I'm catching up with friends that I wasn't talking to as much when the world was open. Right. Uh, so that's a huge thing for me, and I'm I'm kind of grateful that this type of situation happened that led to this, because I was I was slacking on my uh, my responsibilities as a good friend. Yeah. Um. So I'm just I'm just kind of picking up. I'm rearranging um, the life that I had before all this happened. You know. Um. Fastening, I'm um, fastening the ropes on the bridges. Yeah. That I kind of let get a little loose, and I'm. The plan is to come out of this, in good health, uh, with good relationships, and to really, like, do well in the world once it's 
open again. Uh, so it's just kind of setting, it's having an end goal, right. you know, is what's keeping me uh, happy and healthy during all this. It's just having something to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that, that's what I really focus on right now. And then, uh, yeah, it's, I, I guess I'm, so this is going up on what, September 2nd? Yeah. You're going to be so I'm kicking off Suicide Prevention Month. Huh? Yeah, you are. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, I have a quick plug for that, and it's, yeah. it's something really important. It's, it's near and dear to me. Uh, I, obviously, it's important to check on your friends, right? Everyone Absolutely. does it all the time. Check on your friends. Um, but no one really talks about what to do when you think it might be serious. You know, you can ask people all day, like, hey, are you all right? Are you all right? And they can lie. Um, but the one question that people aren't going to lie about because it, it's startling to even ask, and I hate mentioning it. But if you're seriously concerned about your friend, you need to ask him straight up, uh, are you going to hurt yourself? Are you going to kill yourself? You have, if you have suspicions, it's your duty as a friend to ask that actual question. If they are, um, get them to a doctor, get them to their parents, get them wherever you can um, to where they're going to be safe and listen to. Uh, because that's, like I said, that's a shitty question to ask, and I hope no one listening ever has to ask a friend. But you need to be extremely proactive and blunt in a situation like that. Uh, it, it's just how it works. It's wildly unfortunate. And uh, especially your friends that are at risk, there are uh, a couple of different groups of people. I know if you have friends that served overseas in the military, that's a very at-risk group. Uh, the transgender community, I think it's close to 50% uh, with suicide attempts for them. And that's just completely unacceptable. Yeah. So if you if you have friends in those types of groups, uh, I'm sure there's other at-risk ones. So those are the two that jump off the page to me. Um, check on them often. If you see signs, uh, which there, there are some, some signs, them giving their shit away, uh, joking about it a lot more often. Um, being disconnected, uh, you know, ask, ask that tough question, and you're gonna have a you're gonna have a friend around for a lot longer if you do it. Yeah, and I, I definitely agree. I mean, like you said, it, it's not a comfortable question to ask or conversation to have, um, but you know, for especially for the the ones that you're close to. That being said, like honestly, anybody that is even a acquaintance on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, if you start noticing those odd things, like you may be the the person that reaches out and because you're not as close, they're willing to open up, you know, like, because it's not a friend, that person's going to judge me, but, but this guy doesn't know me all that well, so I can say whatever. So there's, there's things like that too, that just because you're not super close to that person doesn't mean that you're not able to ask those questions or to check in on them or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, we're going to be posting uh, all throughout September, but I'm going to have a specific spot on the, the website, youmakethescene.com, um, that I'm going to have links to different resources. So um, I'm a big supporter of Heart Support, which was founded by Jake Lurs of August Burns Red. Um, and they're very passionate about mental health advocacy and suicide prevention. Um, you know, one of their big 
big goals and it's it's a very big goal but you know long term they want to change that mindset that suicide's even an option you know um obviously people get there you know but you don't want anybody to ever have to get to that point so one of their big goals is taking suicide off the table for people letting them know that that's not an option here's all the different other outreaches that you can do whether it's therapy you know medication things like that they have this really cool uh forum on their website as well it's the heart support wall and literally people jump on there and they'll post you know about a bad day or whatever's eaten at them and literally within minutes there are so many people active on that forum at any given time that there's people reaching out to them or replying on that forum like hey that really sucks you know like let's talk about this or you know whatever giving advice and help um so they're they're one that i'm a big fan of um hope for the day to write love on her arms um there's a ton more that i'll obviously link to national suicide prevention hotline crisis text line things like that and that's the other thing you know it doesn't have to be a full-on actual conversation you know there's the crisis text line people can literally text that number they've got licensed counselors and um crisis managers i think is what they call themselves but literally 24 7 um that will reply to your text message and say cool let's talk about that you know how did this make you feel and yeah it's not the most comfortable thing like you were saying too you know it's it's gonna suck it's an awkward conversation the first few times that you have it but it's probably the most important conversation you'll have in that person or your life yeah and it's uh, you you said something that i think is important that i didn't touch on um with getting them to crisis intervention services mm -hmm. uh that's that's the main goal uh due to the fact that unless you are, uh, I'm willing to be corrected by anyone that hears this, but you're not a therapist. Uh, you're not a counselor. You don't want to say the wrong shit and push someone closer to the edge. So uh, just be careful with your interaction. You know, ask the question. And if it's serious, get them to a resource that can help. Um, I know you want to be the resource, uh, especially if you care about this person, but you're just, you don't have the abilities. It's There are people for this. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, that's something that I've always pushed too. is that I may not always have the right answers because I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed counselor or anything like that. I'm just someone that's experienced my own battles. So I can speak from my experience about how I dealt with things and, you know, things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, if, if you were to come to me and say, look, I'm, you know, I'm struggling with this, whatever it is, I'm going to listen. I'll give some advice if that's what you want, but I'm going to have those resources handy so that I can say, look, man, that's, that's really beyond me, but here's some people that I think can help, you know, and that's going to be huge. And, um, I have a friend that, that did this to one of their friends. <clears throat> it's been a few years back now, but I thought it was, was super cool that, um, you know, they reached out, their friend was struggling and said, you know, I, I do think I need help, but it's not something I think I can do on my own or however they worded it. And my buddy was like, cool, 
let's go to the therapist together. I'll sit there and I'll keep my mouth shut, but you'll know I'm there. You you don't have to do this alone. Yeah, and that that's an option. I mean, a, a lot of this stuff with building these people's confidence back up and assisting them in a uh, type of crisis situation, it, I mean, you are just a, a safety net, uh, yeah. a source of comfort. You're, you're not a source of reason or answers, but you need to get creative in your approach and really think outside the box for how, how can I help this person? Um, yeah, there, it's not a one-size-fits-all uh, solution here, but the most important thing to do is just be proactive and be that frontline um, first resource that your friends need. Um, yeah, so that's that's my my whole field. That's that's my soapbox on it. Yeah, it no, it, and I appreciate you going there with it because you know I do think it's important for for people to know about those outreaches and you know I mentioned to write love on our arms on their website. They actually have excuse me have a spot that says find help. If you click that button and put in your zip code, it will find licensed counselors and therapists in that area and a lot of them will actually work on um, discounted rates and stuff like that for people that maybe can't afford traditional uh, therapy or you know things like that there's all sorts of services out there and it's it's a really cool tool that they've built so that you know if, if your friend is willing to look it up great you know obviously that's that's a bigger uh, step, but you could look up some of those for your area. That way, if you are having that conversation, you can be like, "Hey, man, I already know that this guy and this guy for therapy are, you know, some of the higher-rated ones in this area. Like, maybe we should talk to them." Um, you know, the more the more resources, the more information you have readily available, it's it's going to help in those, God forbid, instances where time is the utmost importance you know hopefully we're catching people before they've jumped off that cliff but if they've already made that leap you know maybe with enough of the resources readily available we can make that that catch that save whatever and guide them into a, a more safe zone um and you know a better headspace for sure yeah and and another thing is, is there's there's no pride boss in going to therapy. Um, I did it. Shout out Miss Weeks. She was rad. Um, but it, it's no pride loss. Like, I I told my family, I told my friends, and I got judged zero. And I'm I'm a full-on adult. Like, I'm, right. I'm an adult man. Um, and it didn't make me less strong. It didn't make me feel less valuable. Uh, I just, you know needed someone to talk to that wasn't a friend because your, your friends always have your back right right um if i tell my friend like hey man fuck this shit i'm i don't like this and that they're gonna say yeah fuck that shit yeah uh but out of therapist they may challenge you on a couple things and really uh allow you to see it from a different perspective it's it's very important and uh the only thing you can do the only thing that happens at therapy is personal growth right um and I would assume if you're seeking a therapist, you're certainly interested. So 
it's um it's not a bad thing it's it's actually a great thing i wish more people would go uh, i know more people could use it and uh yeah if it's pride to stop you it's it should never be the case uh they're they're tougher more badass people than you that have went and they they enjoyed it yeah yeah so. i mean like you know throw him out there jake lures of august burns red i mean you're talking about the front man of a metal band and then he started a an organization because he was going through this the same shit you know he's fought his demons he's got a ton of videos up about talking about that sort of stuff like you could be the biggest baddest man on the planet but there's still stuff that that hurts that affects you whatever and like you said there there's no no pride loss or anything when you're going to therapy all going to therapy really means is I know I deserve better for myself and I need to find out how to get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. And, um, yeah, I hope, I hope if anyone's listening and, uh, is thinking about it, just go one time. I mean, you got nothing to lose. It's an hour out of your day. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, maybe, Maybe have to catch up on Umbrella Academy a different right. time. Right. You'll be fine. Right. I haven't watched season two yet, so don't spoil it. Yeah, neither, man, neither. I've been in the process of moving. That's been a whole shit show. <laughs> we're here and we're settled now. Good, good. I've, I'll probably start it after this. I'll go grab dinner and uh, start start some Umbrella Academy. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I again, I do appreciate, you know, just how how honest open you are about that sort of stuff it's i think we've i'm trying to remember if we talked about it in the previous episode or not we touched on mental health a little bit then but you know i i think the biggest um obstacle with mental health is the stigma that's been around forever that it's not okay to talk about that it's not quote unquote normal whatever fuck all that yeah it's not comfortable to talk about but it's necessary to talk about. And I think it's it's really, really cool when, you know, people like you, um, people like Jake and Jamie from To Write Love on Our Arms and, and all these other musicians that have been a part of these organizations, like, when we as a collective start using our voice to say, look, I've been there, this is my struggle, this is what I've done, whatever, this is how I got help, the more people we can make understand that they're not alone in their battles that somebody's done the same stupid shit or been through the same traumatic experience or something similar to it like is it going to be exactly the same probably not but has everybody is there another person on this planet that has lived a similar life to you yes a hundred percent so to think that oh my problems are only my problems and nobody knows how to deal with it because it's it's a unique situation it's not entirely true you know like it yes it's a unique situation but there are people that can help guide you through those waters absolutely it's yeah it's just it there, there's a fix out there um and if it's not an actual fix then it's there's help um right. someone can point you in the right direction and uh yeah it's just I don't know, if, anyone, if anyone's listening and needs uh, wants like a, a what to expect going into it, 
uh, I'm down to tell you guys my experiences with it. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's it's not it's not bad at all. It's it's pretty pleasant. And it makes you a better person. Right. It it's intimidating at first because of the stigma that oh you're going to therapy or whatever you know that's been busted into people's heads for however many years because of whatever situation. But then once you're there, like you're gonna quickly realize that it's not that big of a deal. Like you said earlier, you're you're just talking to somebody that's not super close to the situation so that they're not going to just straight up agree with you because I think that's what fuels a lot of, of negative you know, thoughts and, and manifestation as well is, yeah, you want your friends to support you and, and back you, but I know I've got my days where I'm just like pissed off at the world for no reason, so everything, you know, fuck everything. And then when I've got buddies that are like, yeah, fuck that shit. And I'm like, but hang on. You know, like, th- you didn't go through the same thing today. Like, why are you backing me up on this? Maybe I am wrong. Maybe I was the problem on that situation. Like, and that's where therapy is going to help kind of give that other perspective of not saying you're wrong, but maybe there's a better way to address it or to change that voice that's in your head. Yeah. There's a super... Yeah. Super cool lyric from uh, Slaves off their new album um, where the new lead singer, Matt, says, I wouldn't talk to a friend the way I talk to myself. And I think that's super important for people to realize, like, the voice in your head is you talking to yourself. It's not anybody else's words. It's you. It, It could be, I guess, to start with. But you are reiterating and manifesting those words. If you wouldn't say it to a friend, then why would you say it to yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't know. We're all our own worst critic. Yep, absolutely. And uh, you know, that's that's just the price you pay for being human. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you're beating the shit out of yourself. In there's not, and they're gonna they can talk that fight down. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, man, I super appreciate you being, you know, transparent and and vocal about all of this stuff. Um, you know, we're definitely going to be pumping out some uh, some posts about your your new EP called Split, um, dropping September eighteenth. Uh, we'll be linking all of your socials and stuff like that again. Um, even though you can't play real shows, is there any plans to do like maybe Instagram Live or anything like that for some little singer songwritery acoustic sessions or anything um you know i've thought about it and the more i think about it the more i honestly i think i'll just hold off um i post clips here and there on my story and you just fucking around mm-hmm. but uh it's just you know it's i would rather i'd rather wait to play a show it's not the same energy yeah i want i want to play one the real way right uh, I don't, yeah, I don't want to scare people off with me just <laughs> sitting in a fucking room and and whining about some shit. So yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna wait until I can until I can see everyone's face. Yeah, awesome. So um, I'm gonna give you a few minutes to plug all your stuff, but I definitely want you to talk about the the merch drop that you're doing with the EP. Um, you know, highlight some of the the stuff that people could can grab. Um, like you said, you've got the contest going on as well, but just let people know, man. 
All right, cool. Um, yeah, so I have a new EP coming out September 18th called Split. Uh, it's it's really good. I'm very, very, very proud. Uh, it's a huge step up. It's, um, it's everything I could have wanted it to be. Um, dropping merch with it, shirts, stickers, buttons, all that crap. Um, you follow me on Instagram. It's roberts.is.ok. And uh, I'm doing a contest on there. Um, so right now, I have it set up to where you can pre-save the EP onto your Spotify. So at midnight, um, I guess, I guess midnight, uh, September 18th, as soon as the clock strikes 12 and the date changes, it'll go straight into your playlist. Uh, if you do that and you shoot me a screenshot or share it on your story and tag me, uh, I'm going to enter you into a raffle and there's going to be one person that gets the whole bundle and then I'll, I'll send some shit to a couple other people too. Um, and yeah, like I said, I just, I want to give this stuff away. I want to see people wearing it. Um, I want to see people listening to the EP, you know, so far it's the amount of pre-saves that like not everyone has sent me screenshots or shared it. So I don't know who all has done it, Yeah. but it's, it's insane. The amount of uh, support I'm getting on this, album that people have heard 10 seconds of so far uh and so yeah i'm just i'm super grateful uh at this the support that i'm getting from people that have known i'm a thing for i guess three months now it's, it's kind of ridiculous yeah yeah awesome man well like i said we'll definitely be uh posting as much as we can about it when it when it gets closer to dropping um obviously i'm a fan you know you're Fun fact, you're the second person that's actually been on the show twice. So uh, out of the, whatever, 40, you'll be the 43rd or 44th episode now. Um, only one other person has been on the show more, more than once. So uh, congrats on that. <laughs> but, oh, I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, I definitely agree. The, the new work is, it's a different sound, but I, I think it flows out of that first EP really well i think people are really gonna gonna latch on to this so i'm excited to see where things go man um you know hopefully coronavirus goes away and you know dreaming big here but you know get you out on tour and stuff and um playing shows and things like that yeah man i i can't wait absolutely cannot wait yeah great well i appreciate you taking the time like i said um you know we'll get all this up and posted you're kicking off uh national suicide prevention month um and i think that this is definitely a uh a project that as long as you decide to stick with it is going to just keep picking up traction yeah let's hope so man let's really hope so yeah awesome man well, i appreciate your time uh, i'm gonna go grab some dinner and watch part of season two of umbrella academy i guess awesome man sounds great <laughs> all right man we'll talk later all right later man and that was my conversation with Roberts. So, as always, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, you know, he's a super cool dude. I always appreciate talking to him. Um, really stoked on the new direction for the sound and this new EP that he's dropping. Um, be sure to follow him on Instagram. We'll have that link in the, um, or his tag in the description of the podcast 
Um, enter to win his merch giveaway. Go buy some merch if you're just trying to support somebody. You know, he's uh, so far been doing this all entirely on his own. And, um, you know, it really takes a lot to kind of go into that sort of stuff with merch and um, production and just, just all of it. You know, it's not free, unfortunately. So um, it'd be really cool if you guys could do something to help support him, even if it's as small as sharing this podcast, sharing his music, um, you know, liking his Instagram posts, following him on Instagram, things like that. You know, even the, the free stuff does help. Um, it's those little things that bump artists up and our podcast up and things like that into um, more discoverable regions of the algorithms and, you know, puts people with, uh, like, for artists the more that you like their music and then add them to playlists and things like that, it builds their fans also like type thing and gets them cross-referenced and stuff like that, where when you play an artist radio, um, you know, people like Roberts will show up on that radio station from time to time because a lot of you guys are listening to him and then, you know, listening to... Uh, dashboard confessional or you know knuckle puck or whoever um, so you know it'd be super cool like I said if you guys could go follow him on Instagram enter the merch contest um, it's entirely free for you to enter that uh, go pick up some merch you, anything you can do like I said to support him um, same thing for us uh, you know a little shameless plug here anything you guys can do as far as uh follow the podcast like the the podcast um share it to your friends follow us on instagram facebook um we still don't do a ton on twitter but you know you could follow us there too and all those things play factors in us climbing the ranks in the podcast as well as potentially getting um some of the the big name acts or the mainstream artists, things like that. Um, but yeah, the the last thing I want to talk about on today's episode is September is Suicide Prevention Month. Um, it is a topic that is very close to me. Um, you know, I've I've seen people in this industry, um, people from, from school and throughout my life, uh, including family members that have suffered with depression and ultimately, uh, succumb to suicide. So it is a, a major, major focus for me. Um, it's a very important topic and, for the month of September, we will be doing a few things. Um, on our Instagram, we're definitely going to be posting um, little self-care tips, uh, sharing posts from Hope for the Day, Crisis Text Line, um, 
NAMI to write love on her arms, uh, heart support, and, you know, just trying to help provide outreach and resources as much as we can, um, especially through this month uh, with the awareness and, and whatnot. Another thing that I am doing this month is we're working on securing a few more, but we're, we're going to have a few episodes for sure of conversations with some former guests, some new guests, um, but talking about mental health and, and self-care specifically through Suicide Prevention Month. Um, and we just really want to make sure that people know that they're not alone. You know, I know a lot of times it feels like you're alone and that nobody knows how to deal with what you're dealing with or that nobody's ever experienced what you've experienced. And, you know, honestly, that's just not true. Uh, while these situations may not be the exact same, I can tell you that there is somebody else on this planet that has been through a very similar situation. Um, you're not alone. There are tons of people that want to provide help um, and do amazing jobs at providing help. Um, and then lastly, we are going to reactivate on youmakethescene.com slash shop. So the shop section of our website, we are going to reactivate our mental health awareness uh, collection. And again, we will take the proceeds from those items and those will be donated towards um, mental health awareness organizations, suicide prevention hotline, um, NAMI to write love on our arms, hope for the day, um, heart support. You know, there's, there's a ton of them that we'll, we'll try to do as much as we can for any of them. Um, and yeah, it, it would just be really cool if you guys could pick up some merch and know that you're, you're supporting these amazing organizations as well. Uh, all of our mental health awareness collection features the green heart with the you make the scene uh name attached to it and again all of those items will be reactivated in the store uh available for purchase and and ready to go so you know jump over on the shop pick up some gear go follow roberts on instagram spotify apple music all that sort of stuff uh follow us on those same places uh, the podcast is available on Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, as well as our website. So if you are listening on our website, while we appreciate that and it's super cool and we're definitely going to always post it here, uh, you know, give us a follow on one of the streaming services as well because that is a huge help to us. Um, that's all I've got for you guys this week. I am going to take you out with a song off of Robert's first EP, which was called Fine, and the song is going to be Accept. Remember, guys, take care of yourselves.
take care of each other, and you make the scene. I'm fucking over this, I feel like shit I don't wanna start again and find new friends Just another tag along that doesn't fit Never hold a meaningful relationship I'm 1,500 miles away From anyone who wish that I would stay You don't wanna hear me sad, it's such a drag I could be the perfect match and you'd still pass I could never spark the light or hold a match to anyone you've ever had The thoughts that come up every day Are all the things I wish that I would say The choices that I make They're not the greatest for my health sake I'll show interest to your face And I'll let it go The only other way that I could picture Getting better is getting comfortable with being on my own.